So right after talking about Brave, I realized that we watched this film not long ago and I haven't talked about it yet. I finally got to sit down with a film that came out back in, I want to say December, maybe, maybe October, sometime around the end of last year. Uh, the new uh, Disney Pixar film Soul came out, and I totally forgot that we watched it pretty recently. So I hadn't I hadn't done an entry for it. So we're gonna talk about it today. Uh, I just thought to to me it was a film that I wasn't expecting to be as good as it was. I didn't go into it thinking it was gonna be bad or anything. It's just it's one of those films that when you see like say a trailer for a film, sometimes they'll say. The trailer gives away basically the entire film. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. This the, the trailer for this film is really nothing in comparison to what the film actually is. Like, there's a whole segment. Oh, uh, let's get into the synopsis first. So basically, this musician who's you know he's getting older. He teaches uh, in a like a junior high school band or whatnot, but he's very talented. And he finally gets a gig that should really kickstart his career because his his career hasn't like kickstarted yet. He hasn't gotten the the big break that he needs. So he finally gets an audition where he could finally have a steady gig and be a uh, musician full time and totally get rid of the teaching and whatnot because that's what he wants. That's what he's passionate about. And then, like, right after he gets the big gig, he winds up dying. And then he goes to the afterlife. And the portrayal of the afterlife in the film is just very, very well done. It's the, it's the concept of reincarnation, but also the idea of, say... I don't want to say, like, angels, because there's really no difference between, say, angels and demons in this concept. It's just the idea that there's a soul, which, of course, that's the name of it, soul. So, you have a soul, and you either are... a brand new soul or you're an old soul that goes back if you feel that you're you're not fulfilled yet or something if i remember correctly that's how if you die and your soul goes back to the afterlife that's how you can get to go back to earth and be a, be um, a body again but there are still the 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 creation of new souls regularly so they make new souls they recycle souls but then you also have the people who stay behind after they die, and they decide to help the newer souls and kind of keep the the wheels turning on this machine that is the afterlife. And it's a very, very interesting and a very unique take on death and uh, what happens after you die. And of course, the, the main character who is the musician, he doesn't accept that he's dead. He's like, I have to get back to Earth. I got a big gig. My life is finally starting. And that's the one thing, too. It's, it's one of those stories where it's like, oh, yeah, this would happen to this character. His life's finally going to kickstart. He's finally going to get the big break he needs. Oh, no, he's dead. So that, that's a very common thing. It's a, it's a very unfortunate kind of event that happens in a lot of films. But you never see it from this angle where somebody is really, like, fighting to get back to it, to really, like, try to, like, not be dead. And they have a way where he's not dead. So it's this whole string of antics where him and another soul that tries to help him get back to Earth and get into his body again. And there's a bit of a mishap where instead of going into his body, he goes into the body of a cat. And then the soul that's helping him goes into his body. And he tries to teach that soul about life because that soul's never seen anything outside of the afterlife. 
And so she learns what it is to be a human while this guy learns what his life is from the perspective of being on the outside as the cat and nobody realizes it's him. So it's it's got a lot of antics. It's a really, really fun film to watch. Its ending is, of course, one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, this is, you know, heartfelt. It's got this, you know, really warm, fuzzy ending, which it's fitting for a Pixar film. Um, I do have to say that I thought it would have been better if it went to, uh, I guess, a slightly different route. But I did enjoy that ending, you know, in, you know, the What If universe, where what if these films ended a different way than how they actually end, you know... I would have just said, okay, let him pass on. But, you know, it has to be a Disney film, has to be a Pixar film. Everybody has to have a happy ending. And it's still a good ending. It's not bad. And it's got a tremendous cast in it, too. It's got Jamie Foxx uh, voicing the um, first lead role, Tina Fey, first and the second. Uh, it's also got uh, actors like Graham Norton, Alice Braga, uh, Felicia Rashid, um, or Rashad, I should say, actually. Richard Iota, all these people that you recognize, but you don't, you won't recognize their voices, or so you got to kind of look it up. I remember I was listening to one, and I looked it up, and I went, hey, Angela Bassett? And I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that is Angela Bassett. So it's got a lot of uh, people in it doing the voice acting, and it's just, it's a very, uh, it's a very good film, it's a very good story, and it's just in this long line of really, really good storytelling that Pixar is doing and Disney is backing and just this universe they're creating of really good storytelling concepts that are outside. Uh, like I said in the um, my entry about Brave, Disney really stepping outside of his boundaries and not just doing straight-up musicals. This is another perfect example of that. Not everything has to have a soundtrack, has to be a musical, has to go on Broadway. You can make good stories out of these concepts. You know, uh, films like Brave are good good examples of that. Films like uh, Wreck-It Ralph and Toy Story. All these films are really good example of films that don't need big musical numbers, big songs, popular music to really let it be noticed and let it be recognized as a as a good story and i'm not gonna say that that's not uh, me shitting on musicals either i love musicals and i love all of the other musical films that are coming out from disney i said it in the brave entry i think frozen 2 is a superior film of the first frozen but they all have great they both have soundtracks that got vastly popular. Moana has a great soundtrack. Aladdin has a great soundtrack. The Lion King has a great soundtrack. You can have these films that have great soundtracks, but this idea of them stepping out of that realm and just doing good films like this and really stepping out of boundaries into other things and kind of trying to explain them. Because here's the other thing. This is a good film to kind of give a, an explanation or a different way of, say, trying to express to your kids what happens when you die. You know, I know that's really hard, and a lot of the times parents will get that question from their children because children are curious. They're going to want to know, oh, you know, if, say, grandma passes away or if an uncle gets into an accident, they're like, oh, daddy, how how does this happen? You know, uh, where, where is he now? Soul is a perfect film to give them and just be like, like, you know how in Soul, you can explain to the kid, you know how in Soul, where the man goes and meets all these other dead famous people? Well, your Uncle Tommy, he's up there too with all of them. And maybe he'll come back and be somebody else, or maybe he'll go... I mean, again, that's also if you don't want to say, 
teach them about the concept of if you're not religious and you don't want to teach them the concept of heaven or hell or any of that stuff. And that's the thing with this film. It doesn't have a counterbalance of say there's a good area or a bad area. It's all the people are in one area and there's the idea of a good soul or a bad soul or just in general how the soul is created or how the soul chooses to pass on. The only real bad area is this real desolate, desolate like desert area where it's they it's it's shrouded with these really creepy looking things and that's where the lost souls go so this limbo where all the lost souls are traveling around you know that that's kind of the only counterbalance because if you can if you're considered to be a lost soul then you get lost in this giant desolate area so that makes sense and that's a good a good way of explaining those things and i feel like there's always a hidden message when it comes to these films you know like i said frozen is about sisterly love or sibling love and then Brave is about, you know, mother and daughter love, you know, parents love for their children. And then Inside Out is about, there's, there's always that meme that goes floating around. They, they, they did cars. Oh, what if cars have feeling? And then they did uh, planes. Well, what if planes have feelings? And they did The Good Dinosaur. What if dinosaurs had feelings? Then they did Toy Story. What if toys had feelings? And they did Inside Out. And it was like, oh, what if feelings had feelings? And it's, it, it's funny when you look at it like that, but it is a good way to think about it. Especially when you're trying to do new concepts for children that is still interesting to adults and good stories. So Soul is really good in that respect, just like I would say Inside Out is good for the perspective of trying to teach children how to manage their feelings and how their 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 feelings work in a way, you know, trying to explain it to them through a Disney film. Which, you know, again, I mentioned this in Brave. Most of the time, Disney films only gave you a story where the underlying, underlining message was good versus evil. You know what I mean? Lion King's good versus evil. It's basically the story of Hamlet. Uh, Beauty and the Beasts. The, the the overcoming of obstacles, but still being technically good versus evil, and being love triumphing overall. And then you have, you know, Aladdin, good versus evil, but also, you know, upcoming poor versus, you know, the is many, many underlining things in Aladdin. And there's also many underlining things in various other things, uh, other films from Disney, but it's just nice that they're pushing these boundaries outside of that, and giving you these other perspectives uh, while still creating, I don't want to say new concepts, but just taking concepts and reimagining them in a way that makes them makes the portrayal that they're giving really good. Because I'm not going to say that this is the first time I've ever seen the concept of reincarnation or the afterlife portrayed in this kind of fashion. Right off the top of my head, I'm thinking of a film from the 90s, um, Defending Your Life, with uh, uh, not Mel Brooks, something Brooks, curly-haired Jewish guy. You'd probably recognize him if if you're it. I it's definitely not Mel Brooks. It's something Brooks though. But him and Mel Streep, uh, he gets into an accident, dies, goes to the afterlife where it's technically like reincarnate reincarnation. But it has like lawyers, and you're technically trying to go through this process that's kind of like. Um, a jury proceeding, but you're only talking in front of judges. I can't remember what the name of that is, but you're going through these proceedings where they go through your life and based on what your life experience was, will determine whether you have to go back to earth. If you still have to learn something or you get to pass on to the afterlife. So it's concepts that have been done before. The concept of the afterlife is obviously not new, but this is still a good portrayal, especially for a kid's film where you could use this to as a tool 
to as parents as a teaching tool to teach them about the concept of death of the afterlife and trying to portray that to them and not many films do that you know once a character dies that's it he's dead mufasa dies that's it no more mufasa bambi's father dies uh mother dies boom no more no more bambi's mother there's no concept of what happens after it's like oh no where did she go where did he go what 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 are we what are they supposed to do now it's like now you have this tool to utilize to actually show children and teach them about what it is to die in a in a very friendly manner and to make it where it's not something to really like scare them or to think about in their real life because when you're able to take a movie and try to address this message in some way, shape, or form to real life, it can be a very helping tool, a very good teaching moment, and it could really help you really deal with stuff. It could really help you deal with things emotionally, especially films like what the Disney movies are doing, because their message is very nonchalant. It's not in the forefront. You know, these aren't, these aren't Inception, but they're good stories, and they're told very well. And I think Soul is a great example of that. And I think it's just a shining light on what Disney and Pixar are doing when it comes to their films. And I look forward to whatever the next thing they try, they plan on doing when it comes to uh, what stories they could possibly pick up and who's going to get feelings next. Now we know that souls have feelings. So who's going to get feelings next? I don't know. Maybe it's going to be... Uh, I was going to say bugs, but they already have a bug's life. If that's a Disney film, I believe it's a Disney film, but who knows? Maybe uh, video video games have feelings. You have Wreck-It Ralph. That's video games having feelings. What could they possibly do now? Maybe food? I don't know. I, I can't think of one that is food where food has feelings besides Sausage Party, which is not a kid's film. Do not let your kids watch Sausage Party. Whatever you do, do not let them do that. But if that's where they might go, maybe, but then that's hard. You know what I'm saying? Even like the idea of household appliances. That's the brave little toaster. Household appliances. What if household appliances had feelings? Like cars, planes, all these films where it comes to what has feelings. So I'm really interested to see with at this step where they are, what the next thing that has feelings is going to be. I, I could only imagine.